Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a bishop. I just had myself a gator. Are you guys tired of hearing us say this? We're sick and tired of playing this. We are. And why don't we record it? We just keep doing it live every I time. I don't know. You guys just need to go over to martinascigars.com and pick up some bishops and gators. Yeah. Make us happy. Yeah. We'll stop playing this if you guys yeah. just buy our cigars. Tell you what, we'll make you a deal. What's that? If they go and buy the bishop and gator, we're going to do this podcast for free for them. There we go. Go buy bishops and gators. Merry Christmas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Christmas edition of the Cigar Pulpit. Wow, it is lively out here. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always... Um, Gator. And we are at Top Shooters, and it is lively out here on the deck. There's a a crew. uh, As we get ready to celebrate Christmas with all of you. Merry Christmas. 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 (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) Apparently, we're quoting National Lampoon, so... Tonight, we're going to be smoking the final selection from the December My Monthly Cigars box. We have the Boutique Blends La Boheme Encantador. This Damn is the, straight we do. This is the Bellicoso 6x52 size featuring an Ecuador Habano wrapper, a binder and filler, both from the Dominican Republic. Very cool. It is a box press. It I'm is a box press. Go ahead and get mine out of the cellophane. You already did. You're such a lot. Oh, you put it back. You sack of crap. You pulled the picture. Guys, the picture that I post on Instagram to promote this episode, Jeff took with his cigar. He already had it out of the cellophane, and he put it back into the cellophane just so he could do this shit. Got it. God damn it. That was gold. Anyway. That's podcast gold. There we go. Well, how about we go ahead and get right into the cigar, and oh that way God. we can get Is into all the fun cut? stuff. Yeah, why don't we go ahead and cut? Who's it brought to us by? The cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company in Crestwood, Missouri. That's right. Our man Dan over there, he's been very busy satisfying all the cigar people in the St. Louis area and beyond with cigars for Christmas. Dan, Dan the Cigar Man. I stopped by there earlier today, and it was a happening place. People were swinging in, buying gift sets, buying cigars, buying all kinds of fun stuff for people. That's awesome. It was really great. It was really great. And I've heard there's even uh, mail orders going out. Wonder why that is. I was going to say, I know for a fact that he's got a couple of people that have called up to the shop, placed some mail orders. And you can do that, too. If you're not from the St. Louis area or not swinging through the St. Louis area, but you want to support a brick-and-mortar shop, you can always give Dan Ponder over at Riverman Cigar Company a call, and he will take care of you with his awesome selection of cigars and his humidor ranging from $4 all the way up to like a hundred bucks. He's got that uh, uh, the unicorn. Somebody from bought one of those today. Yes, Cindy was telling That's me awesome. that, that somebody went through and bought their friend a Saka unicorn. And it was not me. I want to point that out. I was wondering. Yeah, was I was wondering me. if that's what I was going to get from you for Christmas, but I guess not. So anyway, well, would it, anyway, would it be out of line to ask the drunk people at the bar to calm down? Yes, because we're recording at the bar, and so that's just part of the Christmas ambiance here on the cigar pulpit. Maybe the inside voices is could be just a large group of intoxicated individuals. Just drunk but you off know what? Ass. Nothing says Christmas. Like, like getting, getting wasted. Yeah, exactly. You know? Anyway, well, if you're like I said, if you're in the St. Louis area, swing by Riverman. If you're not from St. Louis, swing by Riverman. And otherwise, just go by Riverman. It's a great yeah. place to go. So Dan Dan, Riverman the Cigar, Cigar Man. Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Okay then. Hello, girls. <laughs> How about 
we go ahead and cut our cigar. And this is a torpedo box press. Yep. So I'm thinking, boy, I don't know. This is this is. I'm going to go B. Are you going to go I'm V? I'm going to go V. Okay. All Better right. gnaw the end off if I if you don't want me to. I'm I'm, gonna, I'm I'm going to go V cut. I'm going to go V cut. I'm, there, I, oh I did my. it. I did it. I did the V cut. Thank you. No problem. So, has a nice, uh, fanciful kind of olden style band going back to our conversation from the last episode of a of a young lady. It is on the it's band. Delightful. Yes. I wonder if that's La Bohème. I don't know what La Bohème means. I don't either. So the anyway, Encantador. It is the Encantador. The Encantador. So, all right, time for the cold draw. It is kind of a cool looking band. It's like some sort of uh, art you'd find in gallery. There you go. Or in a gallery, excuse me. So time time for a cold draw, there, Jeff. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Well, I was kind of hoping you would do it, and then that way, while I'm talking to you, you could be doing it, and then you could give your thoughts while I do it. Spicy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like the wrapper is even spicy yeah. to the to the lips and the tongue. I mean, there's. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an interesting one. So, all right. Well, now this comes to us again from the My Monthly Cigars. It box. does. It comes to us from the My Monthly Cigars box, and we've been doing a contest with My Monthly Cigars we have. for Christmas carols. Oh yeah, and so we're going to play eh, the top two or three yeah. entries. In this episode, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna get into that here in a little bit. But first, I guess you're gonna tell us about your cold retro. Okay, you ready? You okay. gonna do it? I mean, I guess so. But mm. it's just more of the same spicy. Yeah, it's really it's uh it's almost got a little bit of the smell of spiced rum. I okay. Okay, you get that? that's an interesting point. I was, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know if I've had a uh, lava him before. Mm-hmm. Have we done? Have we you done have, one on the show before? Yeah, we've done one from a prior my monthly cigars oh, box. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. I I honestly do not remember that. This thing, this is very interesting, and I haven't even lit up yet. I have. A corner that just does not want to seem to. It's fighting you. Doesn't there we go. Quite seem to want to light up. Okay then. That lighter is hot as fire. <laughs> I would imagine so. I've just had to use it quite a bit. So. Yeah, I should not have picked it up by the. No, uh, don't don't pick it up by the, the business top. end. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 yeah that, I that, that essentially tends, branded the inside of my. Tends uh, to be warm. Pointer finger. Well, you've got a permanent sponsorship by. Uh, mm-hmm. Vertigo there, so big ass tank. There you go. Well, mm. starting off, what are you getting? Did a retro hail. There's a little pepper. Um, this the the smoke's got a really nice kind of flavor <laughs> taste to it. Do you get that? That was a. You did not have the easy retro hail. No, that I was did. a half-ass aborted retro hail, is what it was. <laughs> that was me starting it and then deciding to stop it, but it was already too abort, late, and abort. so it just kind of went. Um, there is a little pepper on the retro. Kind of, kind of an earthy cigar. Yes, I would say very. I like it. Earthy cigar. So I like far, it thus far. So far, pretty good. So, anyway, well, why don't we uh, get into the the topics at hand here? 
And I know that Jeff is dying to talk about his uh, brush with Cardassian uh, fame this okay. week. So I, 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 was... just, I just knew this was, you know, on the tip of his tongue. So might as well go ahead and get it over with. Okay. So anybody that follows me on Instagram knows this. But I was actually interviewed and featured in an ID channel, Investigation Discovery Channel yes. show, uh, Twisted Sisters. They know murder. Yes. And it was all about um, an, an unfortunate, tragic murder that we had in the town where I own a newspaper. And it was essentially the reason I was on being interviewed talking to them was about covering the story and, you know, the, the eight years of court cases. You were an authority on the case that they could get some color commentary for their it, show. Exactly. Yes. I was the only journalist. You and apparently some random author. Yes. I was the only journalist. <laughs> That who, covered the case from beginning to end. Who I don't think covered anything with that case at the time. But no, anyway. We'll, no, but she is working on a book about it. So, Oh, well, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, not like the guy that actually covered it for 10 years. But hey, whatever. I'm not jealous of airtime. Um, but I will say. I'm bitter about it. I will you know, say. I was interviewed for three hours. And I think cumulatively in the hour-long show, I got maybe about 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah, you weren't in it very much. I expected no. a lot more. But I will say, like. The, the young girl's mom um, was interviewed for th- over the course of three days pretty substantially. And all of that got distilled down into a one-hour show, including speaking with two different cops and then um, th- that were you know part of the yeah. uh, investigation. In addition to playing um, some video clips from the uh, interrogations and whatnot. So there was not a lot of time in an hour to tell the story. Yeah. Well... That's like every one of those murder porn shows, you know, they take a giant long, you know, case. Where do you get get murder porn? South Park. Okay. I've heard you reference that before. South Park did an entire episode about these kind of shows and how like basically like the adults in the town like get really addicted to them and everything and they start calling them murder porn. It's shocking to me. Let me, let me say, I understand that because I have people that I haven't talked to in years that have reached out and said, Oh, my God, I saw you on TV. Dude, you're going to get that. Yeah. So let me tell you my brush with fame, and I'll, I'll okay. give you my little piece of advice as somebody who's been there, done that. So I was featured uh, on an episode of Man vs. Food. I remember this. <laughs> and um, <laughs> they, they, it wasn't the old. But I'm guessing the food lost. It wasn't the old host. It was the new guy, the red-haired guy. No, no, the food, the food didn't win, but I didn't, I didn't do the challenge. I could have beaten it, but whatever. Um, the point is they, the, the new host came through my town and it was a pizza place and it was him and another guy. They had to eat this like 36 inch pizza in like 30 minutes. And they, and I think there was like three toppings required on the pizza. But anyway, the point is. They the restaurant said, you know, hey, we need people to come and fill the place, you know, because just you know, Travel Channel is going to be here to record. So me and this gal that was subleasing from me at the time in my office space, we went up there and we had lunch. So we had to sign our life away on all the release forms, and we sat there and ate. Well, Producer Nikki, exactly. Yep. So they had to bring. So then they came over and they interviewed us. And so you know, I'm sitting there at the table with this host guy, and he's asking me about the place, and he made some kind of a fat crack at me too, which I thought was kind of funny. But <laughs> he um, made a reference to you. He he asked he, you what kind of pizza you like, and then he made a reference. And I said to something you must like, like them all. Well, and I said something like, "Well, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. I'm I'm good with any kind of pizza." And he said something like, "Yeah, obviously," or something <laughs> yes. like that. It was it was it was kind of funny. But it anyway, was a real shot. But and then I'd have punched him right in the mouth. But personally. then what happened is the producers then said, "Okay, you have to come back when they do the challenge." 
And so they positioned me like right there. And I'm like cheering him on the whole time. And mind you, that was miserable. Like standing there watching. And because like we had to cheer the whole time he's eating. Like, and they were like doing everything they could to ramp us up. That's the douchiest thing I've ever heard. It was kind of like horrible because I mean, I had to basically cheer like it was the last 10 seconds of like the most exciting sports game ever for a half hour for like 45 minutes. Oh, God. And it was just, it was exhausting, is what it was. <laughs> like, would you, but, why would they do that? But then they pulled me aside and, and they had me do the whole, like, I think he's going to make it. I don't know. That pizza's kind of dominating, but I think he's going to be able to do it. Like the little side, you know, clips and everything oh where my I'm God, like commentating. You did a talking head. I did. I did a talking head. Oh, my so, God. So the point is, I'm on this episode of Man vs. Food. So it airs for the first time, and I get, you know, a handful of people texting me that night being like, oh, my God, you're on Man vs. Food. What's funny, Jeff, and this is going to happen to you. Okay. When your episode gets rerun, you will have more people that didn't see it the first time text you and be like, you were on Twisted Sisters? Yeah. You're going to get this for years. I still- That's amazing. Dude, that that Man vs. Food episode recorded, I'm wanting to say, two, maybe even three years ago. And you're still getting it. And I still get text messages from wow. people this year texting me. Not, you know, I maybe get like one or it's two. A, like a I marathon. get like one or two a year. Yeah. But I always get somebody that was like, were you on Man versus Food? And it was like, yeah, that was me. You Why, know? Yes, I was. And so like, yeah, you're going to get it. Well, okay. Now, the other. It was when they went to Chiapas in Lebanon for anyone who's actually like watched Man versus Food. Yeah. Good place. They're out of business. Oh, no. I yeah. didn't know that. They shut down. COVID. Yeah, I think COVID killed them. Oh, that sucks. They had a good pie. They did. He made really good New York-style pizza. Yeah, really. But anyway. Okay, so anyway, the uh, the flip side of this, in addition to being on the show and getting calls about being on the show and text messages and messenger messages, just you know, people reaching out in every direction yeah. over that, the other thing I started getting that night was Khloe Kardashian's Instagram. <laughs> That's right. She put a picture of you up in her story. It, it was and her hundred and twenty four million followers yes. saw that yes. picture and, of you. And they started <laughs> reaching out one after the other, telling me you're on Chloe Kardashian's Instagram story. And it was it was actually a video clip. That's awesome. Yeah, it was actually a video clip of That's me awesome. talking at, at the beginning of the show. I remember that. And <laughs> I, I had a teenage girl tell her mom, and her mom called me, and she goes, oh, my God, you're Khloe Kardashian Insta-famous. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then I had a young girl that graduated years ago in our Pink, or down in Pinckneyville High School, yeah. you know, where my newspaper is, and she lives up in St. Louis and sent me a messenger message that said, do you know you're on Khloe Kardashian's Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. But it's like the people that have seen that is almost more than the people that reached out about the show. Well, yeah. yeah. 124 million Instagram yeah. followers. It's going to happen, <laughs> dude. Oh. Now, my th- question for you, I want to know why the fuck you weren't wearing your cigar pulpit hoodie when you were doing <laughs> that goddamn interview. <laughs> They said no logos. Bullshit. Part of they the can, contract. They can shove it up their fucking ass. Part of the contract. Yeah, well, it's part of your contract to be wearing that thing. It's true. <laughs> I am contractually obligated. Right? Yeah, to wear the uh, cigar pulpit Screw swag. them. Anyway. Oh, that was funny. Well, but, fun. No, it was, uh, like I said, it was a three-plus-hour interview for maybe 60 seconds of airtime. I'll be honest. I didn't watch it live when it first went on. 
um, that was first on Monday night. Yeah. I ended up watching it last night. Um, we're recording on Wednesday for, for Christmas, you yeah. know, for those of you pulling back the curtain. And so I watched it last night. And um, the reason I didn't watch it live on Monday is because I was uh, basking in the glory of my new ice fishing tent. Ah, And yes. so, yeah, I was, I was enjoying that. Well, and I didn't want to get out to come inside and watch you for... Less than 60 seconds in a 60-minute show about a murder <laughs> yeah. case that I've been hearing about for the last it's however true. many years. since we've known like, each other. It was funny. We're watching, my wife and I were watching this thing last night, and like all these names are flying by. I'm like, yeah, I know about that guy. Oh, that guy hung himself in jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know about that guy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like all that. <laughs> you, uh, you, you've been in the... Uh, oh, no, I've been in the periphery of have. this whole thing for, you know, well... Six plus years now. That's true. Man, so has it been that long that we've known each other? Dear God, and late thirteen, early fourteen. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Somewhere in that so, range. So yeah. So you referenced it, but I think you need to talk about the ice fishing tent that you don't have any intentions of fishing out of. Oh no, this thing is amazing, and honestly, I'm. This is the last of my free advertising for Eskimo ice fishing products. Um, after this, guys, if you want to reach out to me. Um, for, for a sponsorship, feel free, but I'm not going to lie. You've gotten a lot of good advertising out of me because I'm getting people left and right messaging me about this For the Eskimo tent. people, this some bitch is selling tents I'm for you. I'm selling tents for you. <laughs> but the point is, I got a Eskimo brand um, insulated ice fishing tent, and I got it put up on my deck. Now, Where did you get the idea to do this? I got it from Nick Gervais. Okay. Freely admit, this was Nick Gervais's idea. He just didn't pull the trigger. I did. That makes me superior. But anyway, <laughs> I got this. I got this tent. And well, in in reality, what it was is he wanted me to be the guinea pig yes, to like to tell him it to tell him if it worked or That's not. Awesome. And he was he had many questions to pepper me with once mm-hmm. he found out that it was up. But anyway, so I got it. I put it on my deck. Well, I wanted to get something to put down on the deck so that it would block airflow from coming up through the wood slats of the deck. So I got myself a really thick grade uh, painter's drop cloth. Okay. And it's six by nine. So I laid that down, kind of folded it into like a six by six square. Then I put the tent on, which the tent measures, it's, it's a five by, it's a 25 square foot area. So it's like five by five. Okay. Super easy to put up. Okay. I mean, it comes in the box. Um, it's got little handles on all the walls, and all you do is just pull the handle in the center of the wall, and they just pop into place, and boom. I mean, it took me, it took me less than ten minutes, but that's because I didn't read the instructions properly the first time, and you know, kind of struggled with it for about five minutes. So realistically, if you actually pay attention to what you're doing, you can get this thing put up in like five minutes. Okay. Then after that, I put cinder blocks on all the corners because. The corners have little rivets where you're supposed to drill like a yes. little, um, you know, stake into the ice to yeah. hold it down. Like, yeah, drill like a like a spike like a corkscrew yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, obviously, I'm not putting it on ice. I'm putting it on my deck, so I can't drill into the deck. So, um, what I did is I got really big, uh, heavy cinder blocks that I put down on all four corners. I need to go back to the hardware store and get some rope. Um, I'm thinking I can tie down at least three of the rivets. To I uh, tie them to the railing of the deck, so that at least three corners will be tied down. In addition to the yeah. uh, cinder blocks, you know. But well, let's be honest. There's no there's no worry about it going anywhere when you're in it. It's days like today when you're not. It's in windy it, it and everything yes. like that. Yeah, and so you know, I need to I need to tie it down. 
But I mean, dude, I was able to fit my two and a half by two and a half uh, uh, square table, my card table in there. I was oh, able to that's fit, cool. so I got my table in there. I got a work light, you know, one of those um, kind of lights that you just that it hangs and plugs in, you know, with the light bulb, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I got one of those for the corner, like a utility light, precisely. Yeah. And oh, and I also invested in a really heavy duty, thick grade um, extension cord that I have plugged into the outlet outside of the uh, house there, and it runs to the tent. And the outlet or the extension cord, kind of like. At the, at the end where you plug stuff into it, it kind of splits into three different outlets. That way I have three different ports that I can plug in my lamp, my heater, and my laptop at the same time. And it's just, it's just amazing in there, dude. Oh, it's got man. little Velcro windows so I can undo the windows to like get some ventilation. And it's, it's realistically, it's big enough that I could have the table, my chair, and myself, and I could probably fit another chair and another person in there. Me or someone smaller? I could, I mean... Would it be uncomfortable for the two of us? Not if we're sitting. The only uncomfortable part's going to be when... If I'm on your lap? No, it's going to be when, when... Or you're on mine. When one of us is already in the tent and the second person is getting into the tent. That's where it's going to briefly get kind of A little familiar. familiar. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, um... But otherwise, no. I mean, realistically, it's it's got plenty of room. Let's be honest. When you're out on the tundra and you're ice fishing, the big you problem. Keep warm. The big problem that I'm going to say um, with two people in it is going to be ventilation. Yeah. Um, I think I need like a fan that draws the smoke out and out through one of the windows if I'm going to have more than one person smoking in there at a time. Yeah, but one person smoking in there, pff, perfect, dude. Really? And I and I'll say this. I had my heater. I was out there at night. It was sub 30 degrees. And I had the door and the windows open. And that heater was at its minimum setting. And I was roasty toasty. What if you took one of those citronella candles and put a cigar butt in it and lit that in the center of the tent? Would that help? Would that be good? That would light the tent on fire. Especially when you try to put it out with water. I've done that. (laughs) I have done that. But yeah, I, that was I talk, a giant mistake. Again, this is some of this stuff we're covering over and over in the podcast. But I talked him in that time. The wicked burned out basically out of a citronella candle. We had all the citronella at the bottom. And I said, "Well, do what I do. Just stick a cigar butt in it, you know, and light that. And sure, shit, it works. It works great. It basically takes it and makes like a trash can fire. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, so it, it it's, that's a good way to put it. It's good like that. The problem is, and where I messed up is. When it came time to put it out, I didn't re- didn't really remember that I'm dealing with citronella oil, even the wax, yeah. And so I took a nice big pitcher of water and hit it with that, and pretty much exploded wax all over God. my deck. And I'm not, and it was I a had videotaped gi- that. giant fireball. I wish I had videotaped that. It was awesome. I almost burnt the shit out That's of my why hand. You don't throw water on a grease fire on the stove. Yeah, I'm same, aware. Same I, concept. I, I saw it in action. I, yeah. I mean, it was bad. I, there's actually slick spots on my deck still from where the wax like hit and like you know <laughs> hasn't worn off. So solidified. Yeah, but anyway. So there's your you know safety tip. If you're gonna start a trash can fire in your citronella candle bucket, yeah, don't don't put it out with water. <laughs> but anyway, so long story short, all you have to do is cover it. Long story, I know, I know that now. Okay, okay. Long long story short, the ice fishing tent is awesome. There you go. Yep, 
Well, good deal. Yeah. So what do you get on your cigar? I was talking and had to relight it. Again, the <laughs> La Boheme uh, in Encantador. Um, I actually like it. It's not bad. Is box press fucking with you? Yeah, a little bit. I like box presses. It just, it just, I don't know. It's a mouthfeel thing. It is what it is. I'm going to give you a pass. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, you want to talk about weird mouthfeel? No, so, I really don't. I, had, I have no interest in so, talking about so that. So, Placencia has a cigar, and it was the one that was named the top cigar for Cigar Journal's um, 2020 list. I haven't seen their list yet. And um, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the cigar. I could look it up, but eh, it's work. Yeah. But they have a version of that that comes in a Vitola that is, um, it's a hexagon. It's six-sided. Ooh. And that, it's, that probably really screwed with it you. It was weird. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it's it was it was a really That's good why cigar. I can't believe that you like the uh, Yagua it, so much. Boy, I know the the shape of that cigar should screw with me. Yeah. But for some reason, it's just so good. I I don't mind. Yeah. You look past it. Yeah. Anyway, I like this. So there you go. I'm gonna do a. Uh, what am I about? I'm about a third in. Yeah. Maybe a little less. Somewhere in that range. I'm still, my ash is still hanging on. I'm stacking dimes over here. I don't know what the hell you did. Mine fell off. Well, I know what I did. I was talking too much. It, and it went, went out. It went cold and it went out. Yeah. And you can't relight and save the ash at no. that point. No. <laughs> at that point, you, <coughs> you just have to eat it. <coughs> Not literally. <coughs> Jeff's Sorry, choking and dying, yeah. you know. You have uh, screwed with the structural integrity of I, the cigar. I, I, yeah, I did. So, no, I like it. I'm going to do a... Uh, <coughs> Retro hail here in the uh, first third. Okay. <laughs> oh man, that pepper built. Yeah, a little bit of pepper there. Yeah, the pepper built. Um, I'll tell you, I have to smoke this thing slow. Do you? I have noticed that if I take like too fast of drags off this thing, yeah, I get runs really, really easy. Really, I haven't oh. had that at all. Yeah. Look no. At, look at my burn. Look yeah. Well, you must be smoking slower or something. I don't know, but like mine, like if I take. Too fast of a drag off of it. Hmm. it well, it, but it, it goes. You're, you're supposed to smoke them slower, so I know. But you know, it's it's forcing you to do what you're supposed. But to there's do. that middle ground where you smoke it slow, but don't let it go out, and that evidently yes. was a problem for me. So fair enough. Yeah. So I think it may be time. Do you want to do the Christmas gifts first, or do you want to do the Christmas songs first? Boy, that's going to save question. those till the end. We'll save the songs for later. First, okay. first, Jeff, here is your Christmas gift. I have Jeff's Christmas gift here. Nice big, big bag. It is nice big bag. Well, look, check the card first. Okay. It's on the handle there. Merry Christmas, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I was proud of that. I'm gonna have. I don't to, know why. There goes the ash. Well, yeah, at some point you had to let we that. We didn't. Uh, when you picked that, that up, That is in the ashtray, and it is holding on. When you picked that Ooh, up, it's going to go. Ooh, you went all out, dude. Well, now, okay, first of all, that ashtray, that's yeah. actually the one that Dave Rivera sent. It's been in my car for you for a while, so. Oh, so that's that, from Dave that's Rivera. That's from Dave. That's okay. not really a me thing. Oh, my God. Oh, Nick. That was, dude, that was way above and beyond the call. This is a box, a 20-count box of one of my favorite cigars in the world, the Casada 1974. Now, wow! For somebody who always claims that he doesn't get paid to do this podcast, wow. I'd like to point out that the uh, the uh, 
the fee or the the advertising fee that we got from Dan yeah. for this month went entirely to that box. Oh, so I'm just saying, you know. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. Ooh, he got me an office puzzle. That's yes. cool. That was nice. Oh my god! And oh, you got me a travel humidor. I did because you Look said you didn't you. have one. It's the Newman one. It is the Newman one. That's the Newman edition. Oh, that's awesome. Got all the Newman cigars on top there. Dude, seriously, thank you. So there you go. Thank you. No problem. That was really nice. Dude, that, that's an expensive box of cigars. Are you sure? Can we at least split it? No. That's a you gift. Okay. Well, I guess it's my turn. There you go. Got you a hat. Ah, yes, the My Father Cigars hat that you got for free from the hill when you bought 10 cigars. I knew you were going to give me that. Well. I was going to get you a bottle of aviation alcohol and just tip it over in I mean, front of you. At least you didn't get me, like, you know, combs for my beautiful hair that I cut off in order to buy you this stuff or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick, you're one true beauty. Oh, my God. And, you know, the scary part is I know a reference from uh, Little Women. But anyway. Uh, what? Well, that was re- that, that was, was, that was, was the Christmas story thing where, like, the husband and wife and the, the husband. Yeah, but I made, I made a comment. I made a. Uh, what was it? It was he had a watch and she bought the chain for the watch or whatever. Right. But he sold the watch in order to buy her the comb. Or the yeah the comb or whatever for her, her hair, hair the, yeah. but she cut off her hair in order to buy the the chain. So oh, it's oh, like you know. No, you know. I was making reference to Joe cutting her hair in Little Women. Anyway, it's yeah. I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> I didn't get the Little Women reference. I have daughters. I've watched Little Women with them. Well, at least with Hannah, not with Addie yet. You're so lame. I really am. <laughs> Winona Ryder was in it. I like Winona Ryder. Okay. Anyway. All right. Oh, well, well, there dude, you go. That was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is good, guys. See, this is the fun part because I'm sitting here basking in the awkwardness of Jeff realizing that he just probably got like you know, I don't oh, yeah. know. Oh, there's a there's two hundred dollars worth of shit a here. Solid two fifty worth of Easily. gift right there, and you know he got a gotcha. yeah. <laughs> hat. Really kind of feel like <laughs> shit now. He kept saying, "Oh, I got you something nice. I got you something nice." I'm like, "Yeah, sure." You did. I did tell you that. You did. No, actually, I will tell you. I have a gift coming for you, but I don't have it yet. It's so, trapped in the mail hell, isn't it? No, it's actually not trapped in mail oh, hell. And I can't tell hell. you any more. Okay. Without giving it away, so we're just going to leave it at that. But you do have a gift coming, although it's still not going to come close to that <laughs> box of Casada cigars. <laughs> Jesus, dude, you went all out. Well, you know. That was I kinda, really nice. I kind of figured, you know, you've, you've put up with the... Two a two a week for the year and everything. I mean, you know. Well, now, now I feel like shit. Just putting that out there. Now I feel like <laughs> shit. Just just putting that out there. I'm so. watching the uh, ladies outside here make a TikTok video. Oh, well, yeah, they're, they're all dressed in plaid. Here, watch them. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Here they go. Oh yeah, they're doing like a dance. They are. Oh, they keep grabbing their boobs. Okay, they do. Not well, sure what that's about. Well, goddamn, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, thank you. That was really, like, it was all really nice. Even the that ashtray is really cool. Isn't that ashtray awesome? That ashtray I mean, rocks. I have mine at home, and it's it's really great. So. Oh, that guy's got them blocked. Anyway. Ladies, ladies, I just want to tell you thank you. That was great. <laughs> tell him thank you. Good God, that's awkward. <laughs> They were laughing. I don't know if they were laughing at you. 
Yeah, they were laughing. Anyway. You, you know, you never know what you're going to see at Top Shooters. You really don't. You really don't. God love them for it. Well, okay. So. This was really nice, dude. I know, can't say thank you enough. Well, no problem. Merry Christmas. Can we at least split that box of cigars? No, absolutely not. Okay. So. Um, I hope you like your hat. I, I do. <laughs> Ish. I mean, no. I, I just got done shitting all over my father's cigars bands last episode. But hey, no, you know what? I want to point, <laughs> point something out to you. Uh-oh. I actually had bought you a gift. Uh-oh. But I couldn't give it to you. What? So I had I had to punt and get another gift. Why couldn't you give I it to me? I bought you a sampler pack of my father's cigars. And, and then, then I shat on them yes. on the last episode. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck me. Oh, my god! I even bought it in front of you. At, yeah. I kind of assumed that was for you. No, that was for you. There's a really nice little gift back or gift box, and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna keep that now. <laughs> I'll admit I feel like shit right now, but you know, oh, that's funny. Just, but but it, it still didn't it come is. close to this. I mean, you those, know, ca- those casadas are. I mean, just stop cigars. Just but, accept the gift and be happy. Well, just <laughs> oh, that was really nice. Thank you. Anyway, so we're gonna uh, hug later. Oh God. So since this is the Christmas episode. Merry Christmas. We're not going to get into the whole... Uh, Look at that. You that know, ash held on. That, oh, that, that did hold on. I'll mm-hmm. be damned. I really would have thought that would have come off. So I don't have any <laughs> up facts. For, uh, okay. Jeff, you want me to make some up? Jeff jumped at the, uh, <laughs> at the beat there. Me. <laughs> Didn't see that. I was marveling in my ash, and all of a sudden my headphones exploded. Anyway. um fuck? Yeah. So, no, I don't have any of them for this, for this episode, but... Okay. You know, that's because we have something else. So this episode, like I said, is the um, it is the culmination of the the uh, Carol contest yes. that we did with my monthly cigars, which is way cool. And the whole deal, guys, is that you had to do a parody Christmas Carol. Yes, and you had to mention both the cigar pulpit and my monthly cigars. And we had a co- we had a number of entries. Um, some, you know, audio issues and whatnot were, were kind of rough. So we're going to play the top couple. Three, yeah. Something so, like that. so yeah, we're not going to just play a whole bunch. We're going to play, we're going to play like the top three. Okay. Now but we appreciate all the entries. We definitely appreciate all the entries. It was really funny. So first we're going to have an entry from our boy Trent. Hey everybody. This is Trent on the 12th day of Christmas. The cigar pulpit gave to me. 12, my monthly cigars, boxes, 11, explosive shit stories, <laughs> 10, months since the newsletter, 9, uh, top shooters, waitresses, yep. 8, delightful interviews, 7, cease and desist letters, 6, <laughs> up fast, <laughs> 500 feet from Bob Saget, <laughs> that's me, 4, partial reviews from Larry, 3, 5, with Barnaby, 2, portly host, and a hey. podcast actually <laughs> run by a cock. Wow. I guess he's referring to the chicken there. Or <laughs> yes. Or me. We'll I, go with, we'll go with BF. I don't know. I hope he didn't just call that me was, a cock, but that was know, awesome. Whatever. So that was great, Trent. So now is that is that like a That's third sec- place. That's third place. That's third okay. place. Third place. Nice job, Trent. So yeah, so coming in second place here, we have this entry. Okay. Hey guys, it's Larry the Mute. Thanks to this uh Texas voice, I can now sing you this. Beautiful jingle. Silent night, holy night. All is fucked. Cold and ain't right. Jeff is washing his ass in the sink. 
Nick is running for a Denny's to stink. Tough in heavenly peace. Tough in heavenly peace. Silent night. Holy night. All is fucked. COVID ain't right. Nick for my monthly is cringing about. References of feces and there is no doubt. Either in Nick I win. Send me my monthly's box. You know what, guys? I kind of forfeit this and just send it to my 635 millimeter. Have a happy holiday. Wow. Well, Larry and uh, my 635 millimeter. Joint effort. It was a good good joint effort. Okay. Good joint is that, effort. Is that number two? That's second place. Okay. That is second place. Runner up, is it worth? You know, runner up and uh, an awesome effort. But ultimately, there was another one that just kind of just kind of dominated. Did, did we just kind of won the did day. Did we have like a team of uh, experts that judge these? I mean, just us. Just us yeah. and Nick for my monthly. <laughs> there you go. You know. I well, mean, three of us. That's that's a, it, was a, it was a three. It was yeah. a three-man effort here. The trifecta. It was. It was. So, so the last entry, and the person who submitted this song, um, you are, in addition to the My Monthly Box and some Bishops and Gators that I do need to get from Dave Rivera. So, Dave, if you're listening, I need more Bishop and Gators. Um, you're also going to win the quote-unquote prize of being the third person on the panel to help us judge the Battle of the Budgets championship. championship yes. So at, at once we do this, um, I need you to reach out to me and just shoot me your mailing address, and I will get with Dan over at Riverman, and we will make sure that we do everything in our power to make sure that we get you the um, uh, Oscar Plan B Habano and the Tadascan that are going to be in the championship. I need to give a shout out to the fine people you, of Tadascan. You really don't, but you're going to. So I just did. I know. Anyway, all right. And the on, winner is. On to the winner. Hey, everybody. This is Trent. This is my cigar account. I'm calling in my cigar pulpit Christmas Carol pulpit parody. I'm sitting out on the porch smoking a bishop and drinking some beer. Well, so that's appropriate. There we go. Here goes nothing. Said my monthly cigars, Nick, to be Do you smell what I smell? <laughs> Drifting through the air, little car. Do you smell what I smell? Cigar, cigar. Burning through the night with notes of leather and spice. With notes of leather and spice, said the little cock to the auctioneer. Ba 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 Going straight to hell. Then said Larry to the gator and the bish. (laughs) God. (laughs) 
said the gator in the midst of his decree. I don't understand it. I'm straight. Why do we let him on the cigar pulpit? <laughs> I just think it's stupid. Amen, amen. The tear, the tear. Larry threw his chair and the bishop said, you've done it again. <laughs> and the bishop said, you've done it again. <laughs> well, everybody, have a safe, smoky, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Trent. There was absolutely no way, after I heard that effort, no, that we could have gone with any other song. That it was just, It gold. just was gold, and it incorporated so much. It hit all the buttons. It did. And, um, I mean, it's even still funny, <laughs> all these different listens later. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing, is I'm still giggling about it. So, Trent... You uh, you won the Carol gold, contest, gold brother, gold. So I guess um, uh, what you need to probably do at this point is reach out to um, give Nick, us your give Nick. us your home address. Yeah, I would say we need your address for um, getting sticks to you for the uh, Battle of the Budgets, and then uh, reach out to Nick over at My Monthly Cigars. You can do that through Instagram, or if you want to email him, I think it's Nick at My Monthly Cigars or something like that. I don't know, just. Instagram's probably safest. Um, Reach out to Nick over at My Monthly Cigars and tell him that um, you were the winner of this and he can get you put on the list for the the box that that is part of your prize as well. So, yeah, great effort, man. That was awesome. That was awesome. And thank you to everybody that entered. Yes, yes. Big thank you to everybody. It was, guys, it was really cool. It was really cool. And we had a spectacular time listening to them all. I mean, I, I you know, I think next year we probably will open it up to um, not just carols, but also maybe some spoken word. Yeah, you know, just to just you know mix it up, mix it up a little bit. I know Jeff mentioned that, and I kind of shat on it because I want to hear the singing, and I still do. But I you know maybe there might be some people that were uncomfortable with the singing, so that's fine. We'll mix it up. We'll do some spoken word, and uh, we'll have fun with that. So that's awesome. But this was great. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. I really didn't expect anything this. this good out of out of out of a bunch of them. But yeah, that that winner was incredible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what? It threw me the first time. Larry's verse. Yes, because I just looked at Nick and I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah, the first time he listened to it, Jeff actually was like, "I don't know what's happening here." <laughs> and I'm like, "Dude, Larry is singing," like, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that was so, awesome. Yeah, it was great. So. <laughs> That was great. Thank you. Uh, so I am about halfway on I'm my... Uh, I'm a little further along. You are a little further along. I've got my La Boheme Encantador. The Encantador. And um, it's not bad. The pepper, um, the spice to it is starting to ramp back up a little bit on the on the second half. Yep. It kind of... It was there in the very beginning, yep. and it kind of paired off, except for the retrohale. Now that I'm getting back into the second half of it, it seems to be... A more of a prevalent flavor to the yeah. actual smoking It's experience. more of a medium, almost a full body mm-hmm, in the second half. Mm-hmm. But I have liked it. I like the spicy flavor that it's got. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. You going to do, do a midway retro? Do I have to? I've suffered through the retros on this thing. I'm going to do one. Like I'm I, going for it. Okay. You do it. Yeah, I've, you, been, I, you I've actually it. been incorporating them in. I've tried regular smoking. I've more. tried. Yes. So let me see if it if it coughs me up here real bad. I've been working on it. 
But the problem is for me in the wintertime, it's just so damn dry out that I'm like, I have kind of a wintertime cough anyway. Yeah. So then when you add the retro to it, it's just kind of Well, our five like, cigar day habit we have isn't helping that cough any. Well, I mean, my smoking has diminished significantly this winter. Not now that you got the ice fishing tent. Valid point. We're going to have to ramp back that those back up. Those are rookie numbers. You got to work say, on those numbers. Have to ramp that back up now that I got the ice fishing tent out there. <laughs> it, uh, you know, I'll tell you, enough, this area that we're recording at right now at Top Shooters, the whole rest of the patio here has been nice and toasty warm, but I don't know if I'm sitting in a cross breeze or what, but I am freezing my fucking balls well, off. Well, and I turned the heater on, but I think it's low on probe. Yeah. It's so, not really kicking out. No, it's not fire. It's not glowing really. orange like it's that one. Glowing like the surface of the sun, like the one down the way <laughs> from exactly. us is. Yeah. I'll tell you. Okay, so here's here's the weird thing. The pepper and spice is ramped up pretty prevalently in the second half of the cigar. Yeah. But not on the retro hail. Is this just your way of trying to trick me into doing a retro no, hail? I'll do another one. Hold on. Oh well yeah, but you you don't cough like I do. It's just not there. That's weird. Okay, there's a little pepper. You're right. Not, it, it has diminished. Yeah, that's diminished. It has As gone the down. flavor in the cigar built, the retrohale has diminished. You're right. You're right. I'll it's, give you that. I'm not used to, That's weird. No, that's true. It's it's like it's shifted. Yeah. It, it like swapped places. Yeah. That's interesting. That's really strange. Oh. Huh. Weird. Very cool. Very cool. Indeed. So what else you got shaken? Um, honestly, not a whole lot. Now are we you, have, are you, you set finally for Christmas? You're done? I know you uh, had to hit the ATM. Yeah, I still need to hit the ATM. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. It'll be done by the time Christmas actually takes place. I got a little place. running around to do tomorrow. I got to buy one up. more gift bag, and then I've got to do that, and then that's it. I'm going to give everybody a little tip here. What's that? Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres? Yeah. We, we always do like hors d'oeuvres for one of the Christmas meals. We got BOGO uh, chicken nugget platters from Chick-fil-A. Those work They're like on sale. Buy one, get one right now at the one over in Belleville there. So those, we, so we got, ooh, those yeah. work like a charm. Yeah, those try and get those tomorrow, buddy. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have gone and got some, actually, <laughs> yeah. until you said try that. Try and get those tomorrow. No, my favorite appetizer for Christmas or even New Year's, mm. you know, that, that I take to things. Now, that sale might be going on through, like, New Year's. Okay. Well, yeah, so that would be great for New Year's. You might be able to figure that I out. I usually do hot wings from Hooters. Yeah, but dude, the BOGO but, Nuggets. Yeah, but those hot wings at Hooters go down really nice on New Year's. I get it, but those BOGO Nuggets. Mm, okay. You put them in the freezer, hit okay. them in the air fryer to like, you know, get them back to life. So one thing, perfect. One thing I always love, but my aunt brings this, is uh, the shrimp wheel. You know, you got to have the eh, peel and eats. Eh, that's not my thing, but I'm not, I'm not into that. I the, love the shrimps. The seafoods. But what I always bring, and nobody else likes it but me, which is fine because then I get to take it all home. Uh, so I, I take it and put it out. Nobody eats it. Then I just take it with me. I like to go to Panera. Okay. In St. Louis, it's known as the St. Louis Bread Company. Yes. But everywhere, everywhere else, else it's Panera. Everywhere else it's Panera. Yeah. But I like to go get the bagels. Now, here's my trick. You ready? You get them in the, the chip slice? I get them bread cut. Yeah. Instead of in half, I yeah. get them bread cut. And they're these little bitty, like wafer thin pieces of bagel. Well, yeah. And they're perfect for hors d'oeuvres. So that actually made national news for a while because, you know, we we get fixated. I was doing it long before We get that. fixated on stupid crap. And the whole rest of the country was making fun of St. Louis for doing that. Fuck them. But here's what they didn't understand. <laughs> by, by cutting it bread cut like that, yeah. you are creating so much more surface area exactly. for cream cheese. Yes. So much more surface area for cream well, cheese. Well, and here's the thing. Who at a party is going to put a whole bagel on their plate? They're Nobody. Not. But they're going to get two but or three gonna slices. But they're going to get the little chips. Exactly. Amen. 
So and it's I'll tell you, you can get the uh, Asiago cheese ones. Delightful. Oh my god, they're good. Now that one thing they don't do anymore that they used to is they had a really nice like uh, uh, sun dried tomato cream cheese that mm-hmm. went so good with those. So if you make your own sun dried tomato cream cheese, it rocks on those Asiago cheese bagels. There you go. But you can also then. For the, they have a cranberry bagel and some other sweet bagels that you yeah, get. Yeah, the blueberry and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they have a uh, French toast one too that's incredible. The chocolate chip one, I like that one. See, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like I the like chocolate chips in my bagels, but that's me, you know, personal preference. But get the honey walnut cream cheese with those sweet bagels. Uh, see, oh. I get the chocolate chip, but with the strawberry cream cheese. So then it's like chocolate covered strawberry. Okay. It's delightful. I may have to try that just to go. see. There you go. But yeah, that's one of my favorite things. Now the other, you know thing, what I like that, that? Uh, nobody ever brings to any of the parties I go to, and I don't know why I like it, uh, or I know why I like it, but I don't know why nobody brings it to the parties I like. It's like that chili cheese dip. I make that. Nobody ever brings that with the cheese log, and you melt it with the cheese. yeah. You throw yeah. the big block of Velveeta in with the cheddar yes. or with the chili. Well, and it makes now, that like chili cheese. You dip. know what the trick is to that? What you got to use a can of Rotel tomatoes in it too. Well, yeah, drain them so well, it doesn't yeah. get all watery. But, but yeah. no. Nobody Those Rotel kick it up a notch. I did buy some Gringo George uh, salsa the other day. It's um, like a black bean and roasted corn. That is so good. Delightful stuff. So good. Yep, it was good. Now, the other thing that we're going to make, um, and I've never, I, I take that back. I made it one other time. I don't know what I'm doing for so New Year's So I'm not known year. for that. But one of the other things I take to these holiday parties, or I love to eat at them and I'm actually taking it this year, is the water chestnuts wrapped in bacon and yeah, cooked in the barbecue sauce. You bake them and then put them in the Q sauce. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing for New Year's this year. My wife is going out of town, and uh, well, I'm assuming you're going to be at our place. Well, my if son you're and my and my son is uh, going to be at the in-laws, and so I'm not going to lie. I really, truly don't know what I'm doing for New Year's this year. I, I think you're probably you know coming to our place. Well, that's not a given. I'm inviting you if you want to. Well, I get that? it, but I'm just saying it's not a given. Wait, I you're going you're gonna to better deal me, you son of a bitch. I mean, if there's a better deal to be had. Fuck, <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I mean, I, I, get it. I, I know what the food menu is going to be now. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The uh, Let me think here. In the past, on New Year's Day, mm. I won't be doing it this year. I Christmas Day and New Year's Day, I have a tradition. And I've done it for years. I like to go see a movie, but obviously yeah, you can't do that now. Not going to be going to. A I will be this watching year. both Wonder Woman and um, what is it? Soul and Soul. I mm-hmm. think it's Soul. How do you say her name? Gal Gadot. Yeah, yeah, she's cute. And, and anyway. Wonder Woman. So yeah, but um, those both hit streaming services Soul on Christmas really, Day. That, that's the cartoon. That's not. That's, that's the Pixar movie. Yeah, it's not. Oh, dude, it looks so good. I don't know. It does. It's not doing it for me. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, but Wonder Woman, yeah, Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, yeah, they both I'm, hit on Christmas. I'm excited about that one. I'll be honest. I know a lot of people are all bent out of shape in Hollywood about this whole, like, you know, movies are skipping the theaters and going straight to streaming well, and everything. What else are they going to do? I mean, I exactly. Personally, I think it's great. I, I want to watch well, you know new, why. new content. Oh, yeah, I know why. The box office is gone. Well, and there's also provisions in a lot of these actors' contracts for big box office returns that they get a bonus. Yeah, and that ain't going to happen. And if there's no box office, there's no box office return that goes big, and then there's no wait, bonus. Wait, they're not just doing it for their craft? <laughs> That's where I insert the crickets. But yes. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did your oh. Tom Cruise go and ape shit on people? 
Yeah, about wearing a mask. I guess that's what it was. I never quite figured it out. That's what it was. Now, the, it was all COVID regulations. You stuff. realize the guy that... Who's, who's preaching about we need to follow the science. The science believes in Scientology and Xenu. I know. Just saying. There's a lot of Can you say Xenu? I don't know if you can say that. Well... I said Xenu. I, for the Scientologists listening, I didn't say Xenu. I said so Xenu. Please don't uh, come to my house and try and abduct me in the middle of the night. Yeah. It's all gator. You know you know who I've got out watching the perimeter for me? Who? Leah Remini. <laughs> That's true. She'll see him coming. Yeah, she's good at that. <laughs> I mean, I'd say you ought to bring over Larry. I hear he's a pretty good marksman, but let's be real. You've pissed him off enough this yeah, year. Yeah, he's going to that, That's going to be I don't think that's fire. probably a good thing for you. He's going to frag my ass. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll never hear it coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was good. I like that. I like that. that. that was yeah, good. that was nice. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Having, I'm, I'm having a love-hate thing with this cigar. I like this cigar. Why are you hating on it? I'm having a love-hate thing. And the hate comes from me trying to figure out the speed at which to properly smoke it. Okay. I have not had that. In that if I go too fast, not only do I get runs, yeah. I'm starting to get that kind of like ammonia-ish kind of like oh, bitter taste to yep. it. But on the flip side, if I go too slow, it goes out. And I have to relight it. Well, so it's kind of a weird, like, and it feels like it's burning cold anyway. Like, I don't have, like, what I can, a really good burn going on it. Yeah. You know, like, weird. like if you look at the. Is it, is it maybe just, it wouldn't be over humidified, I wouldn't think. Mm-mm. No, I don't think it's that. I almost wonder if it's this cross breeze that I'm sitting in. It might be. I mean, we are encased in plexiglass here for the most I part. I know, but there is definitely a. A draft or something well, that I am sitting behind in behind you, and maybe that is causing a vacuum. Yeah, because I'm definitely like my my back and ass are cold. I'm just going to be honest about it. Well, these chairs were freezing when we sat down, uh-huh. so that didn't help. But yeah, we had to move away from the big heater because we were over by the drunken table that has now left. That is now left. Ironically, and I'm hoping had you know some sort of uh, car waiting for them to pick them up. I hope they Ubered. Well, yeah, I would. I would hope they weren't driving. So I hope they Ubered because they were lit up. But anyway, eh, good times. Well, there you go. Good times. No, I'm I'm excited this year for Christmas. It's it's been a fucky year, and I'm actually looking forward to just relaxing and enjoying the holiday. I had talked with Pinky about the idea of coming on to this episode Ooh. for a minute with us, and uh, but but she was committed to some Christmas plans already and yeah. couldn't couldn't come on. So Pinky does share her Christmas wishes with everybody. Aww, and we'll she, be, she is. And we'll be joining us for more episodes Pinky in 2021. Right. And I know we've had people clamoring for more Pinky. We'll have more Pinky in yes. 2021. And hopefully she'll get her Instagram page up and running. Hopefully. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, we need to sit down and have a smoke with her. She's good people. I agree. I agree. Well, the cigar does come to us. From the uh, December My Monthly Cigars box. What is My Monthly Cigars, Nick? It is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your home every month. It comes in a variety of sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. It also comes in the El Presidente, which is eight cigars, uh, two of everything that's in the Robusto box for $50. And both of those are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. Um, for December, it was like a nearly $15 uh, 
savings. So what you're saying is what they paid for it is actually less than the MSRP of the cigars in it. Yes, it was like $45 worth of cigars for $30 or $90 worth of cigars for $50. That's a good deal right there. You're saving a good chunk of change on the The El Presidente. uh, El Presidente. And if you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T. that gets you free shipping on the first box, as well as 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store, because he has a great online store with all kinds of cigars, accessories, and other fun stuff that you can order and have shipped to you. And he's good people. And hopefully the post office gets their head out of their ass and is able to start catching up on some of the packages mm. now that Christmas is uh, here, and uh, maybe hopefully some of the gift uh, mailing can calm down a little bit. Now you've got a little insight I did. I talked. What's going I on. talked with somebody at the post office An about insider. that. An insider. And deep throat, as it were. We talked about um, like when you're looking at the tracking of your package. If it states that it's at a distribution plant, they told me that that means they're actually working on processing your package. Okay. okay? So that means it's in the pipeline. It's being processed. But if you look at it and it says that it's in transit. And it just stays in transit for days. Is that when you're fucked? That's when you're fucked. Because apparently what happens is when it's in transit, it's on base. It's in a um, uh, trailer from like Like a a shipping container, a shipping container, like a tractor trailer, like the back end of a tractor trailer. The trailer of the tractor trailer. Precisely. And what happens is those trailers are loaded up with mail, taken to a distribution center, dropped off. And then the truck moves on, goes and gets another trailer, moves it wherever it needs to go. Yeah. The, the post office is then supposed to open up that trailer and start processing that mail. The problem is they're getting so much mail, that trailer sits there while they're processing the mail they've already got. Then more trailers arrive and start stacking up in front of oh, that no. trailer that's already there. And okay. so what happens is, as these trailers pile up, they have to process the newer trailers before they can get to the older trailers. Which then means that that mail that's been sitting there for a while already is sitting there even longer because they have to basically unbury it. Why wouldn't in they all the, put them in reverse order? And therein lies the flaw in this system. You would think that they would have some sort of a way that when they stack them, they would put the older trailers in a position they could get to them. But that's going to take somebody there moving that. them around. It's organization. Playing Tetris with them, essentially. Or have like, I don't know, a circle. Where, you know... Circle gets a square. You put the trailer down, and then you put the new trailer behind it or something like that. But apparently that's not the way the post office works, and that's why if you're looking at shipping uh, notifications on USPS and it says in transit, yeah, you're going to be waiting a while. Damn. I mean, the person that told me this said that they were waiting on two packages that were currently in transit for nearly two months now. Wow. And they work for the post office. Wow. So... Little inside information there. In transit wow. equals you're fucked. Wow. Yep. Hmm. Hell, I know a couple people have posted recently that they just got the December My Monthly Cigars box. And the thing is, Nick mailed those out like December 2nd or 3rd. Wow. And there are people just getting it like this week. Wow. So, you know, for what it... We'll enjoy them. They're good sticks. I was going to say, it's what it is. I've I mean, actually had, had pretty good luck with this month's box. That's good. Yeah, given like Given the fact that the card said that all of them were medium to full or full. I have not ran you, into that uh, like I thought. Yeah, I was going to say, some of them have been a little lighter than I thought. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Now, this one is definitely ramped up in the back half. Ah. You know, I'm down in the final third now. Finalthirdcigar.com. A little shout out to Brock there. Brock Lee. 
We need to get Broccoli on. We should I have agree. him do something like weekly. I it, it, we're working. Okay, we're, we're I planning. Think we should do that. We're planning on something here. So, um, actually, I bought my dad a gift card this year for the smoke pit. Did you really? Yep, um, that's awesome. Well, my dad and I were talking, and he's ba- right there. He well, that's the thing is that. He normally will go out on his back deck and or his back patio and yeah. smoke cigars. But the problem is, since it's gotten cold, he doesn't have that ability. And so he was, and all of his lounges near him, eh, they're a little higher end, kind of a little more expensive, yeah. you know, and that kind of thing. And so he was asking about the smoke pit. And so I went ahead and got him a gift card for the smoke pit so that he could oh, go down awesome. there, try it out, and find a place that he could actually sit inside and enjoy. Well, that's very cool. Yep. So. Yeah. And hopefully, we can all get down to the smoke pit soon for their grand opening. Yeah, I don't, we're supposed to go. I don't know exactly when that is yet. The date on that is still out in the, you know, well, kind of unknown. Got, they got jammed up on the liquor license. The liquor license, yeah. and then also the uh, materials to build out their bar. Mm. It's taken a while for that. But well, ho- hopefully sooner rather than later. I mean, we'll be... building materials right now are at a premium. They're hard to come exactly. by in some places. Yeah. So I get that. Well, that's what it was. It was the countertop for the bar. Yeah. So everything. Hopefully, sooner rather than later, we can uh, make our way out to Indiana and uh, go go celebrate the opening of the smoke pit. I've actually been waiting for parts for our soundboard at the radio station Mm -hmm. for going on two months now. That's been on back order, and they can't get them. Well, anyway, well, Nick is finishing up on his cigar. I'm still. I've got a little bit to go on mine, but I've really enjoyed the stick. Yeah, it's it's been in. uh, It's been a different kind of cigar it has like I, you know the way the spice is kind of like you know ramped up and ramped down and gone to the retro and all that it's it's been different yeah but it's, it's changed up a lot but it's been good it's definitely la- not one note for sure no no the la bohem uh encantador encantador, encantador. <laughs> well nick enjoy your hat man merry christmas i, I i'll enjoy my hat <laughs> i will enjoy this plethora of items that have been presented to me that was Dude, it was I'll, really I'll, it was it was above and beyond. I'll enjoy Let me my, just put it that way. I'll enjoy my hat. So above and beyond. Well, there you go. Well, thank you. So I feel like shit, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is what you were hoping for. Socials, socials, socials. Oh, you want me to ask yeah. you about the socials? Yeah, it's your other cue. Ah, how do folks reach out to us? <laughs> we're on Instagram. <laughs> So smooth, just just smooth, Merry smooth, Christmas. smooth like fucking butter. Um, <laughs> we're on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, any KKID Gator. That's my page. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and CigarPulpit.com. And sign up for the newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter that gets you entered into the contest. And also, we're going to be doing some stuff with the newsletter next year. So we are. We got big plans. We got we got plans. So guys, you want to. You want to get going with the newsletter. And then finally, we need questions for Ask the Boys. You guys, you've been kind of slacking on the questions. And I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed. So Step it up. So step it up. You know, let's let's get some questions, you know, banked up here. And uh, just call the Ask the Boys hotline. Area code 863-874-0000. At the very least, even if you don't have a question for us. Uh, the bare minimum. The bare minimum. Even if you don't have a question for us. Just call up and answer our question for you, which is... Um, What's your death cigar? What is your death cigar? What is the... If you knew that you were about... That, that this is going to be the last cigar you ever smoke in your life. Yeah. What cigar is that? That's all we want to know. Just yeah. just call up and tell us. You know, if I knew I was going to 
have no more cigars after this one. What this is the cigar I was I would choose to be my last cigar. Now I have one other thing I want to bring up. Okay, the bishops and the gators are going to be in brick and mortar stores very toot, soon. Toot sweet, buddy. very soon, very soon. Yeah, like in like within the week. You you know that? I do know that. Have you been talking to Dave? I have. Dave hasn't told me shit. Yeah, I knew they were coming soon. I didn't know they were coming, coming that soon. soon. Well, God damn. And I'm going to be honest. The rollout. Yeah. Where else could it be but Riverman Cigar Company? Riverman. Yay. Yay. So the minute they hit the brick and mortars at Riverman, we're going to let you know. But we need you to talk to your brick and mortar stores for us. Definitely. Yeah. We, we're not going to charge you for this podcast if you go out and do All that. All we're asking for is that you just help us sell the cigars to your place. Yeah. That's and you like them. They're good sticks. I would say once they get in there, guys, they're fantastic cigars. You're going to want to smoke them. But and we didn't make them. No. we had, No, I will not take any credit for the blend or anything like that. All I did well, was we just do the test. We gave our stamp of approval to their already yes. good work. So and, I'm not going to sit back and say that and I like, on mine, oh, I wanted more Lajero or something like that. I mean, come even on. Even on I, mine. You know. I gave the stamp of approval. They still went back and made it better. They did. They, they did. did. So... so yeah, the Gator's a good stick. The Bishop, I've heard n- nothing but rave reviews on the Bishop. Right. And I hate to admit that. Yeah. Yeah, dick. Yeah. But, uh, no, they're good cigars. They're they're different cigars. They are. You know, completely different cigars, but they're good. And you want to get them in your store so you can enjoy them regularly. So exactly. go make on sure the regular. you talk to your brick and mortar and say, hey, there's these two jackasses. They do a podcast that I like or I hate, but and whatever. And we'll plug the shit out of that store oh, yeah. for putting them in. Oh, yeah. They're, they're not getting the... It's not like we're asking them to bring it in for nothing. I mean, yeah, we're going to be plugging the hell out of it. And to be honest, I'm probably going to have a store locator on CigarPulpit.com yes. that lists off all of the different locations that uh, carry the, the uh, Bishop and Gator. Yep. That way there's a solid place where everybody knows if you want the uh, Cigar Pulpit cigars, you go here, and this is where you can go to get them. And I'm going to ask another favor. If you catch these cigars out in the wild, if you walk into a store and they're there, take a picture of take them. Take a picture. Send it to us. Put yes. it on Instagram. Put it on Instagram. If you're smoking one of these cigars, take a picture and post it to Instagram and tag it. We'll reshare the shit out of oh, that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Help us spread the word. The good word. The good word. Yeah. Well, this has been another sermon it, from it, the Cigar Pulpit. Well, okay. Well, wait. Wait, wait, wait. But wait, there's more? There is more. So, guys, normally this is the point when I would say this has been a sermon from the Cigar Pulpit, blah, 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 and all that fun stuff. And this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I just said that. And I am Nick, and that is... Gator. And, and, you know, we do want you to stay safe and stay smoky. Of course, as always. And have a Merry Christmas and all. Yeah. But we're going to leave you on a very special note. Okay. We're going to leave you with a Christmas sermon from Pastor Barnaby Rothschild. Are we? We are. We're we're really going to do that? Well, we're kind of court ordered to give him some time after the whole fight incident so that's right yeah so we have to give him some air time okay after Um, the whole i just want to apologize up front because i can only imagine we're we're gonna do that okay anyway there we go so everybody have a merry christmas merry christmas we're we're gonna leave you with pastor barnaby Hello, my brothers and sisters in the smoke. This is your friend in the word, Pastor Barnaby Rothschild. 
here today to bring you the story of Christmas. You see, it all began in the days when Herod was king of Judea. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth in Galilee to announce to a virgin named Mary, who was betrothed to a man named Joseph, that a child would be born unto her, and she would name him Jesus, for he would be the Son of God and rule over Israel forever. When the time of the birth drew near, Caesar Augustus commanded a census of Roman domains, and Joseph took Mary to Bethlehem, the ancient city of David, as he was of the house of David. Now, one thing the Holy Scripture does leave out is that Caesar Augustus, who uh, is kind of an asshole, he uh, was not a fan of cigars. You see, he... He had this notion that tobacco was evil, and by God, he didn't like people that smoked tobacco, and Joseph was a holy man of the leaf. So it came to pass that Jesus was born in Bethlehem, and as the scripture says, there was nowhere for them to stay in the town. The infant was laid in a manger while angels announced his birth to a group of shepherds worshipped him as the Messiah and Lord. Now, I have a little bit more insight into that story. So, the way the Bible tells it is that they were turned away at the various inns and hotels and whatnot all around Bethlehem. I happen to know that in reality what happened was when Joseph inquired about rooms, he inquired as to whether or not they allowed smoking. And when he was repeatedly told that they were non-smoking establishments, he took his pregnant wife Mary and went on to the next inn to see if he could procure a place for him to light up his cigar. And when he found none, he decided that he would rather see the manger than not partake in his cigar. So, when Jesus was born, it was angels that announced his birth, but also it was Joseph who ran around all over the place screaming, it's a boy, it's a boy, it's a boy, and handing out some free cigars to everybody. And by God, there was a mighty hearth that night. They worshipped that little baby as the Messiah and Lord and sent a mighty plume of smoke into the air. And it was good. Now later, the wise men would come along. And I'm sure you've all been told of the uh, story of the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. Well, that's partially true. But in reality, the gifts they brought were not simple things like gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but rather some beautiful, ornate humidors filled with only the finest of tobaccos rolled into perfect, perfect cigars. And those cigars, well, we call that the Jesus Stash. And by God, they are, they are mighty good sticks. The point is that that night, they had a mighty hearth. And everything was holy in that manger. Folks, this Christmas, do yourself a favor. Grab one of your cigars, go outside in your he sheds or your garages or wherever you may go fire up that cigar send some smoke into the air and honor the baby Jesus who was born this day in the city of Bethlehem 
in a manger. Merry Christmas. God bless you all. Dear God, <sighs> I, I, whatever. <sighs> Merry Christmas.